Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. My name is Barry Miracle, and I will be your uh, dream coach for the next half an hour or so. Uh, We are now on part six of the Overcomers series, and I've been using Joseph as our template and how he, he dreamed his dream. And when he dreamed his dream, his dream was tested. Your dream will be tested, and this is when you need to persevere. And you need to persevere even as Joseph did and how he was thrown into a pit and then he was sold into slavery and he went from actually, I've said this a few times, but he went from the pit to the pad to the pen to the palace for the purpose of the preservation of a prophetic people and became the very savior of the world. I thought Jesus is the savior of the world. Yes, Jesus is the savior of the world, but I I guess I should put it this way. Um, Joseph became a savior of the world, and he was one of the ones that saved the lineage so that Jesus could come forth. Judah was saved because of the work that Joseph did in fulfilling his dream. So last week, I dealt with um, the pad which is which was Potiphar's house, where Joseph was sold into slavery uh, by the Midianites, by his brothers, into the in, into the Midianites' care, and then they took him and sold him into uh, Potiphar's uh, life, and then he became the uh, leader of the household, and then something awful happened where he was betrayed, where he was. Um, falsely accused and I I dealt last week with the spirit of accusation and how to deal with that and how you got to keep standing and and regardless of what people are saying because people are going to say things you know there's a you know you I grew up on the res and 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 it's kind of like they have a lot of concepts that are similar to living in the ghetto and uh, I'm not speaking for the ghetto but I've heard that but I'm, I'm speaking from the res because I grew up there and there are a lot of people that don't like change or a lot of people, it's called the crab mentality where you're trying to climb out of a situation and the crabs are grabbing you and pulling you back down. People are, are going to be critical because some people gave up on their dreams and so they don't want you to fulfill yours because it makes them look bad. That's kind of sad, isn't it? But I want to tell you, it happens more times than you would believe where people do not want you to get ahead. So they'll they'll even make up stuff. They'll accuse you. They'll bring up the past. I'm not telling you, I'm not saying to you when people bring accusations that even, against you that even part of it's not real. It, my point isn't isn't that. I'm not trying to point that out. I know that none of us are, are flawless. And I, all of us have proclivities of the flesh and failures of the past. And, and we have um, dark nights of the soul and all these things. And, and, and people can actually speak accusations about things that we actually were involved in. But I want to tell you, the spirit of accusation cannot stop you. If you have asked God to forgive you, if you've received the blood of Jesus Christ, you have become a brand new creation. You cannot sin 
in your spirit. You may look ungodly, you may act ungodly, and I want to tell you that's not good, but I want to tell you there's something there's something you need to know that you you are a new creation. You are one with the spirit of the living God. By the blood of Jesus Christ, you have the potential to live a life of victory every day, and you do not have to let the spirit of accusation keep you down. Okay. So now we're on part 6, like I said, we I just gave you a little bit of an overview of part five. You might want to start at the beginning uh, and, and, and go over it. But now we are dealing with the spirit and of offense and betrayal. So this part six is called the pen, which is the penitentiary, overcoming betrayal and offense. I'm going to get into it in, in the... I don't know if it's going to be the very next one. I'm going to do another series, an uh, overcoming series. I'm going to do the life of David. And David had to go through five specific offensive situations in his life before he received a crown of a king. So Joseph is on this journey, and he, and he is one step away from becoming the second most powerful person in the world and the person fulfilling his dream and saving literally the world. Am I saying that you're going to save literally the world? Yes, I am saying you will save the world if you stay in the process. Stay in the process and allow God to make progress no matter what it looks like. It did not look like Joseph was on his way to the throne or to the palace when he was thrown into a pit and then sold in, into Potiphar's house and then falsely accused and, and ends up in prison. Sometimes it just doesn't work out the way that we think it should have. It's not fair, but God is positioning God is positioning you and it doesn't look like believe, trust in God and he and trust in his ways. His ways are higher. Even though it looks like we're going lower, his ways are higher. Can you hear the word of the Lord today? So, you know, I know how much of you guys are feeling like Joseph did that day. He says, my God, can I not just catch a break? <laughs> He's this guy is in prison for something he did not do serving time for someone else's crime. <laughs> Guys, you got to understand, this wasn't what Joseph was being accused of was rape of his boss's wife. Not good. Things looking pretty bad. But he's not dead. He's not in the pit anymore. He, he, the brothers are going to kill him. And then Reuben came along. Remember I said that you're always going to have a Reuben. There are Reubens that will come along at the specific times. There are people that will come along your life at certain times and just keep you from that death, just keep you from staying in that pit. Just just stop stop the, pros, the, the enemy's attack long enough so that you can get propelled a little closer to the throne. Even though all this, these circumstances may be awful, God has your back and God had Joseph's back. Let me let me direct your attention to Genesis chapter 29 verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. He gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. God is actually repositioning Joseph to be in the right place at the right time. 
If you give God a chance and trust the process, he will catapult you into greatness no matter what it looks like. Let me say that again. If you give God a chance and trust the process, he will catapult you into greatness no matter what it looks like. This reminds me of a story um, that when I was being a youth pastor in Belleville, Ontario with with, uh, Todd Pratt, we had what it was called 24-7 God. Guys, these meetings were crazy powerful. I'm talking about the tangible presence of God in signs, wonders, miracles, healings, salvations, the whole nine yards. It was actually the most happening thing around. It was the precursor to uh, Tehila, which was a, a fairly well-known uh, young adults movement um, that happened right across Canada uh, back several, several years ago. So at this time, we were pastors, like I said, uh, youth pastors at Desert Stream. Things were rocking and, and, and well, right at the zenith of, zenith of everything. And it looked like things were about to explode into new levels. God says, I want you to lay everything down and go to dot, dot, dot. He never said, that's just it. He did not even tell us where we were going to go, where we were going to go. He was training us to trust him, similar to the way that the process was, and God was asking Joseph to trust him. Long story short is I ended up being launched into a lot of national and international ministry uh, ministry opportunities. I was imp- able to impact many of the people, many, many, many people around the kingdom. God had to reposition me so I could be in the right place at the right time to bring forth maximum potential. God has always hidden the best treasures in the midst of the darkest places. When you don't understand, when he's saying, like, we we had, like, we had things going on in that youth ministry. We were, things were going great. We'd have, like, an average of 300 uh, young people that were coming out to our meetings and and just the explosion of the kingdom of God and, and our youth ministry exploding and things were happening. And God says, lay it all down and I want you to go to dot, dot, dot. Go ye, go, where's ye? Where in the world is ye? Lay it down for what? He had to position me so that he could propel me. The the, the enemy never expects what God is doing when he sees. The enemy, let me just rephrase that. The enemy never expects you to obey God. He always expects you to give into the flesh, give into the circumstance, the situation. He never expects you to stay in the process. As you do stay in the process, you can be propelled. Trust him. Like when it doesn't look like it, but you're, you're, you've, you've, you've repented, you're, you're, you're pushing in, you're, you're doing everything you know to do. I want to tell you, stay in the process because you will be positioned to be propelled. I want, I want to ask you this time, this, this one thing. The next time something gets thrown at you from the left field and you don't know what to do, I want you to do that. what one of my uh, spiritual fathers, Jeff Johns, told me to do. He said, have the audacity to sit down in the midst of it all without fearing it, with, 
and open up your eyes and have the audacity to look around and see the amazing treasures that God has hidden for you and from the enemy in those darkest moments. Do not be afraid when something bad happens. I want to tell you, you need to understand that God hides his best treasures in the darkest places. There, there, it may look like a severe detour, this valley of the shadow of death, but he's got a feast waiting for you there, and you'll begin to feast on the enemy right there. And if you don't understand what that means, go back and listen to some of my other podcasts and get caught up and brought up to speed. Amen. Okay, so back to the story about Joseph. He gets thrown into prison, but doesn't fly off the deep end. And he just begins where he left off in Potiphar's house and begins to be faithful. And all of a sudden, he's running the prison. Your favor and your gift will bring you before great and mighty men. Your gift and the favor of God on your life will make room for you. Once again, it doesn't matter where you throw a man or woman of God, they will always rise to the top. Circumstances can't dictate to you and situations can't stop you. Only your attitude and the way you respond to adversity. Also, favor ain't fair, baby. You will will receive partiality and preferential treatment on your path of your obedience to God, and you will receive unfair, uncommon favor as you stay in the process. So Joseph's running the prison. In Genesis chapter 39, verse 22 and 23, it says that the keeper of the jail put all of the prisoners in Joseph's care, and the keeper didn't even look into anything that Joseph was doing. He was the he was the big man on campus. He, w- he was running the show. So why? Because the Lord was with him, and whatever Joseph did, God caused it to prosper. So what am I saying? These negative situations, these valleys, these, these situations that you didn't see coming, don't complain. Don't say, why me? And oh my God, what am I going to do now? Begin to look around and just allow the favor of God. Stay in the process and receive the power that he placed on the pathway to begin to envelop you. Joseph was committed to the process and it didn't matter what it looked like. He was making progress even in the midst of dark places. He was actually making exponential advancements in the midst of the dark places, not necessarily in spite of them, but directly because of them. You're going to make, these are the moments, guys, like Joseph, in your lives, these are the moments when you're going to make exponential advancements. The enemy doesn't expect you to stay in the process and begin and, and, and continue to believe in the dream in the midst of the impossibility. This is when you get catapulted. This is when you make strides. This is when you, 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 def, you defy all the odds and, and you are participating in the greater enabling power of God that he placed in the midst of the process of the path of your obedience to him. My God, somebody say amen. Sometimes you just got to grit your teeth and hold on. 
knowing at the end of the day, God will be glorified and I will be sitting in my palace being a provision for a prophetic people that God designed me to be. I said to you earlier, if you stay in the process and you fulfill the dream, you will be a savior to your world. Your, the world, your world, your, your family, your business, your, your, your sphere of influence, your Metron of ministry, you, wherever God has graced you to have authority in, you will be a savior to all those people. You will be somebody's 10 second, 100 meter dash. You will be somebody's four minute mile. You'll be somebody's breakthrough. You'll be somebody's savior. Okay. So one day, Back to the story of Joseph. One day, uh, two guys show up in jail. These two guys are no ordinary fellas. They were officers in the palace for the pharaoh. And now we're like, huh? Oh, okay. We're seeing uh, maybe a little glimmer of hope here. The one was the chief baker and the other was the chief but- butler or the cupbearer. We don't really know how they got there. All we know is they offended the king. The other thing we do know is that they were both, they, sorry, one thing we do know is that they both had a dream. God will move heaven and or hell to reposition one of his faithful servants. And I want to say that's you. In these moments, pay attention to the incre- uh, incremental advances being made. This will help you stay on course and prepare for your inevitable exponential leap when these things when you're getting a glimmer when when you're seeing something that looks like the the size of a man's hand which is a cloud in the distance when you've been prophesying a deluge of rain this was a cloud that joseph began to see the size of a man's hand and began to prophesy The Bible states that a man's gift will make room for him and bring him before great and mighty men. This is clearly seen in Joseph's life time and time again. God is always realigning you through your gifts in your life. All truth is parallel. Did you hear that? All truth is parallel. And he will use the things that you are talented with in the physical to align you with his dream for for you and make preparations for the future. So Joseph is being faithful and the chief baker and the chief butler show up for one reason. A deliverer needs to be repositioned. There will be people in your life that you need to, that God is calling you to minister to, that will actually be saviors for you. These people that he's about to minister to, God sent his way so that he could be repositioned. So even even in the midst of you ministering, you don't you don't know that ministering to that uh, you know that homeless person or ministering to that abused person or ministering to that demon possessed person that that's going to position you. You don't do it for that, but God is specifically sending them your way so you can sow seeds into your deliverance. <laughs> okay, so like I said, they were they both had dreams and Joseph Joseph gifts is about to make room for him. He is able to reinterpret both of the dreams. There was some good news. I'm not going to get into the details of it. There was some good news for the butler, but not the same for the baker. The baker was not going to make her. Sorry, I had to say it. 
Anyway, the, in, uh, the interpreted dream is that the butler will be back in the courts of the pharaoh and the baker is going to be hanging from a tree. Joseph says to the chief butler, but remember me when it, it, it goes well with you. And please show kindness to me and make mention of me to the pharaoh and get me out of this prison. This is, this is Joseph. So all things happen as Joseph interpreted, but one thing didn't happen. The chief butler forgot about Joseph. My God. Here you're seeing the moment. God shows up in signs and wonders and miracles. Things are happening. Crazy things are happening. God is moving and all of a sudden, stop. Everything stops. The, the guy that was sent to be a deliverer for Joseph forgot all about him when he, you know, ministered to him. It would take two long years of Joseph maintaining his integrity and faithfulness before his gift would eventually make room for him. So here's a question for you. How do you maintain and stay in the process and make progress when you are faced with these moments of offense? This is a moment where you're like, you're like, my God, you know, can you just, this, this is ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm about ready to throw in the towel. I can't believe, you know, I did this. Here it is. Um, it's two years later. This guy was supposed to come through for me. Have you ever had anybody let you down? A father, maybe a mother, maybe a teacher, maybe a, a boss, maybe a, a wife or a husband, maybe, or, or children. The, there's, there's opportunities for you to get into offense. I want to speak to you right now. You that have spiritual fathers in your life, there will be plenty of opportunities to take offense with spiritual mothers and fathers. Do not take the bait. Do not take the bait. And if you're one of my sons or daughters and you're listening to this, do not take the bait. <laughs> but stay in the process in honor. Learn how to honor. Learn how to stay. In, in These are apostolic training moments. You're building. See, he's building muscle. What, what Joseph knows, what a lot of us don't know, is that he is still in the process. He is still making progress even when it doesn't look like it. He's like, it's two years, not two weeks. It's two years, not two months. It's two years, not two days. It's like the opportunity is long gone. He's been shafted again. And the feelings of, I can't trust anyone. Everyone has let me down or tried to kill me. What in the world do I do now? What do you do when you don't know what to do? You, you might be tired of hearing this, but it's still the truth. And it's still what you got to do. You got to trust the process. It's not time to give up on the dream. It's not time to throw in the towel. It's not time to sit down. It's not time to shut up. It's not time to believe the report of the, of the enemy. It's not time to believe the haters and the naysayers that are saying, you should just give up, loser. Curse God and die because, you know, it's done. You will be tempted to give up. The temptation is to give up. Guys, don't give up. The thoughts of this 
is ridiculous. I must have missed it somewhere. Is, is that familiar? Does that sound familiar? The, the prophets were wrong. They, they missed it. I'm just going to go back to what I did before and I'm going to at least survive. I'm going to give up on this dream. How about these thoughts? I'm such an idiot for believing in the dreams, the promises or the, the visions of something great and something great coming out of my life that I'm going to be a deliverer. This is nonsense. These all may sound even legitimate and maybe, maybe it's true. <laughs> what? Yeah, you heard me. Guys, you can be your best advocate or you could be your worst enemy. If you believe that this is nonsensical and that the prophets were wrong, you can, be a, you can live a self-fulfilling prophecy if you just give up and sit down right now. But I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to stay in the process. I'm, I'm speaking to some people that don't think that this is some sort of lackadaisical thing, that, that they're just trying it out. We're taking this dream for a test drive. No, this is not a test drive. This is life. And this is not just life for you guys. You need to know this is life for your legacy. You cannot just treat this as something you try or test drive. This is something that will produce life for you and the legacy of your children's children's children. This could be the salvation of your family line. This has got to be in your life that I know that I freaking well know that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You've got to have faith in what you are doing. Faith, by the way, is not a hope so. Faith is a no so. So if you don't know it so, maybe it ain't so. Lay hold of your dream. But the I can't make you believe the only one that can know this is you. Did you, could you hear what I just said to you? This is the real and this is life. This isn't something you try, guys. This is real and this is very much all about life. This isn't something you try. This isn't something that you do. The question is a question of the heart. The only question is, how do I know that this is the dream or, or in the right direction towards fulfilling the dream? It doesn't, you can ask those questions. Don't, don't be, don't be so concerned about Holy Spirit taking off on you. You can, you can ask God, am I in the right direction? He's going to bring the right people at the right time and show you. Cry out, cry out and say, Father God, am I in the right direction? Am I doing the right thing? Am I supposed to marry this person? Am I supposed to take this position? Am I, Lord God, am I, is this taking me in the right direction? Have a short inventory with your God. Spend time with him. And then let peace be your umpire. Be diligent about making your calling and election sure. And then the Bible says you will never stumble, but an, an abundant entranceway will be opened up unto you into the kingdom of God. So anyway, back to Joseph. 
So here Joseph is. He's forgotten for two years. It looks like he's been overlooked and rejected. But he's still committed. He knows that that those dreams are about to come true. And one day everything will change. Many times it looks like you're being overlooked and even rejected. And at the same time, and the fact is that exactly what it might not look like, but it's quite frankly, there's a lot of things going on underneath the surface. The truth of the matter is you are not being rejected as much as you are being positioned and more perfectly protected. There's some things that needed to happen in Joseph's life in those two years when he thought that he was coming out in maybe a couple of days, maybe a week, maybe a month, he was going to come out of the prison because, you know, he's been faithful and all this. But there are certain things that God had to arrange. Trust the process. He's not dead. He's not, he's not, um, he's not in the pit any longer. He's, a, he's, he's ruling the penitentiary. He's not, it's not awful, awful. You know what I mean? He's, but God is taking the moments to specifically reposition things. He's not being rejected, like I said, but he's being perfectly protected. See, God is lining stuff up in the back 40 for just the right timing for the maximum potential. Did you hear that? God is lining stuff up in the back 40 for the, for the right timing for your maximum potential. The precision and the timing of which he maneuvers things and people and places to bring about a dream is mathematically ingenious or more likely very impossible. That all said, even though we are committed to the process and we are believing in the dream and that we are have even, uh, well, and that we will have a payday one day, the circumstantial evidence in this temporary realm sure seem really real, like in Joseph's situation. Two years passed and nothing. What's going on? At this point, probably the greatest test of your faith goes on. The darkest moment moment happens. When you've been faithful, when you've been a good soldier and nothing happens the way it's supposed to, this is when the insidious spirit of offense shows up. This spirit's job is to place the last nail in your coffin or be the last straw that breaks the back of your dream. Really, the choice is yours. To rob a cliche, you can either decide to knuckle down and get better, or you can get bitter and allow circumstances to contain you. You may be ruling and reigning in a in a prison and and. You, you may just stay there. Things aren't that bad. Maybe we could just stay here. I could get used to this. I'm like the warden. I can do as I please. I can do whatever I want. But that's not the maximum potential. Here's a tip. Get better. Hold on and hold out for the best. Bitterness is swallowing the poison and hoping the other person dies. Resentment, according to my barber Tiff, is punching yourself in the face repeatedly and expecting the other person to feel the pain. This may very well be the darkest hour, so what do you do? What do you have to sorry, what do you have to lose? This may be your darkest hour, so what do you have to lose? Can I just say this? Stand and keep on standing. 
and you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The pressure from your obedience to the call. Did you hear that? The pressure from your obedience to the call that is being applied upon the enemy's grip is unbearable. He will eventually have to let up on the attack and give up because the pressure that the manifestation of your dream of your God-given dream is causing. As you continue to believe in the dream, there's pressure that comes from heaven. God will release every bit of resource against the containments of your life if you just keep on standing. If you just stay in the process. The pressure becomes too great for your enemy when he illegally comes in like a flood, causing the, the spirit of the living God to legally come in and raise up a standard Uh, against the assault. Where there is much sin, there is much more enabling power, waiting to be unleashed against anything trying to stop God's dream from coming forth. You just got to keep standing because the answers are on the way. Two years after Joseph's rejection, and he is just moments away from the palace. Joseph didn't know his whole, his entire life was about to change forever. Everything that he saw at the age of 13, sorry, everything that he saw 13 years previously is about to come to pass. He was just a young man. I think he might have been about 13. The dream he saw that that of the rulership is about to make a significant advance. He's about to break out of this container of imprisonment in style. All these things and a lot more that he didn't even have the audacity to dream were about to happen, and he didn't even know. Through it all, you got to keep on believing and stay faithful. One thing he did was stayed ready, but not necessarily by being perfect, but by being faithful. So here's the rest of the story. Joseph would eventually get called because of his God-given gift of interpreting dreams. And he would be called before the ruler of the world. God is is giving us opportunities to fulfill his dreams. He's going to use your gifts. He's going to use your talents. Be ready. Be faithful. I know you're not going to be perfect. You may be perfect in your spirit, but your soul is being retrained. You're, You're under apostolic training right now. And sometimes it's just rotten and terrible, but stay in the process. And because one day you could be like Joseph, how he, he went, he dreamed his dream. He, he got thrown into a pit. He got, he got, he got uh, sold into a pad and then he got thrown into a penitentiary and it was all positioning himself. I'm not saying you're going to have to go through all this, but stay in your process because you're about to be a deliverer for your world. Amen. When Joseph entered into the palace, he entered in for a purpose, and that was for the provision of a prophetic people and literally saving Judah in which the line of Jesus would come. What are you going to do if you can stay in the process and make progress in the midst of it all, in the midst of the dark night, in the midst of the betrayal, in the midst of the affair? Just stay, stay. You got to keep the love walk on. You got to love beyond knowledge. You got to love your enemies. You got to do all these things and God will position you to be in the palace. And I want to tell you, when Joseph entered the palace, he never left. 
left, when you have that mentality of your royal priesthood and that you're come into a royal race and, and you've entered into the palace and you, you, you're, you're about to fulfill, the work begins then where you begin to be the savior to your specific world. Anyway, hopefully this helps you. I release right now to you a grace to overcome the spirit of offense and and love beyond knowledge for those that are betraying you. I release it to you now in the mighty name of Jesus. So this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach signing off for now. But stay in the process, guys, and believe the word of the Lord. Believe the prophets and you shall prosper. Believe in your dream. Stay in your dream. Let the process happen. Make progress and be propelled into your greatest days. So if you have an opportunity to go to barrymaracle.ca, B-A-R-R-Y-M-A-R-A-C-L-E.ca, We have a lot of materials there. You can buy my book there. And if you feel that this has been productive in your life, that this has been helpful to you, uh, we would love for you to partner with us in in sowing a seed into our ministry. You can through PayPal there. Um, So bless you guys. And until next week, Barry Miracle signing off. God bless you. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.